Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Like you said, imagine what they could do as full-time athletes because they're juggling so many aspects of life right now alongside performing really well. So it would just be insane. It'd be a different, it'd bring a really different facet to the game, to be honest. Yeah, 100%. And I think because everyone's jumping on the bandwagon now, like there were a lot of critics when it started early on, people saying like, oh, I don't watch girls' footy. Girls, you know, shouldn't do that. And I mean take a hard look at yourself. A lot of these girls are super talented and now you're hearing those people and, you know, don't want to call anyone out, but the old guys coming along being like, Oh, those girls can play footy, you know? And it's like, yeah, they always could. So I think now there's a different sort of take to it. And I think having like the under 19s origin and stuff like that has just brought this whole big shift in the way that women's football is perceived here in Australia. And it's so exciting. Like, I just can't get enough of it. Yeah, honestly, I don't think I can either. It's been such a thrill. So to have the opportunity to bring that to an even larger scale, because there's been such an immense, like, change in attitudes lately, as you said. So to bring that to a larger scale would be amazing. For him to be on par with the current NRL league would be yeah. ideal. It'd ideal. Be and I think by now they've earned it. They, they have. They definitely have. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Going back to your experiences in um, your sporting career, how was it playing alongside and also getting to know women who are at such, like, a high level of sport? Yeah. I Like, honestly, it was, it was really, like, daunting at first. So I came into this team after Tasha Gale season and they'd been training together for about three, four months. Um, so you know, that there was a lot going on and a lot of things already established and to come in as like at the time, a 17 year old um, with all these NRLW girls, it was a huge step up for me, um, which was exciting. But obviously when you're in an environment like that, sometimes you can doubt yourself. And there was a lot of, do I deserve to be here? Am I good enough to be here? Um, But I just, tried to keep backing myself and telling myself, well, if they didn't want you, you wouldn't be here. So you're here for a reason and you've got to work hard to show them why you can bring something to the team. Um, And it was just an incredible experience, to be honest. Um, So I was playing alongside people like Racine McGregor, Nita Maynard, Kira Dibb, um, Renee Target. Like it was just insane. And these girls like, are like at the pinnacle of their game. So someone like Racine McGregor this season is just absolutely killing it. And to see her in action and see how hard she trains and how much effort she puts in to all the sessions um, shows you the standard that you need to be at. And someone like Kira Dib as well. Um, I have so much respect for Kira. She's a fantastic player, but she went out of her way as well to make sure I knew what was going on and, you know, make me feel like, you know, I'm doing a good job and showing me little things. Same with Nita Maynard as well. Um, it was just awesome to be be amongst that and get some tips off people who are at the top of the game. Um, so, yeah, as a, like now 18, hoping to get back into Harvey Norman again next year, 
it it's an, another learning curve and it's going to be another you know big challenge but i'm all for it i'm really excited i'm excited for you it sounds like such an amazing opportunity especially to be alongside such incredible athletes like you would have learned so much and there's so much more to learn so yeah exactly and my approach to footy is that you can never stop learning like people think like oh okay you've got it now you know but there's always something else you can do there's always something else you can learn there's always someone else who knows more than you. So you've just got to latch on to, you know, those people that do know more and ask questions and watch what they're doing and take all of that on board so that when you're trying to do it, you've got a little bit of backing to it and you you understand what's going on. And that's just not just for footy. That's like with everything. Um, find someone who knows a little bit more and take a little bit out of them and take a little bit of their advice and use it to grow, learn more and hopefully achieve more that's honestly some of the best advice that I've heard in like a while like that growth mindset yeah like I said genius sitting in front of me right now um but like that growth mindset it's so important like not even just in a sporting aspect like just in life it's so important to just find things that you can learn about because you can always learn there's always room for improvement right yeah, always. And I think if you go in with an attitude that, you know, I'm not going to learn anything or I'm already the best or, you know, a, like a fixed mindset sort of attitude, there's nothing that you can take out of the experience. So why are you there? Um, so, yeah, I try to approach everything with this a million things I can learn here. Let's try and uh, like take in and actually properly learn and consider at least one or two of those things. Exactly. Um, so on that note, what has been, I'm going to ask like a two, two-parter question. Yeah. So and like, as you remember, if you forget, just ask me. But um, what is the biggest achievement in your sporting career so far? And then also what has been the biggest challenge? Um, so I think the biggest achievement for me was probably running out with the um, Tasha Gale team as the captain for the first ever game for the club. That was something really special. Um, It's probably not the highest level of football I've played, but that was probably one of my biggest achievements. Um, Having that opportunity to do that, like I said before, like women's sports, like growing so exponentially, but Um, Being given that opportunity to be the first to do something is just incredible. Um, So running out there and being like looking at myself like, oh, my God, I'm the first captain of this historic club in this competition, you know, it's it's pretty insane feeling. So definitely that was probably my biggest achievement in sport and one that I'm most proud of. Um, There's always challenges with those things, though. And if you're going to play sport, there's always going to be lots of challenges. I think probably the biggest challenge that I've faced is the injury that I've had. Um, uh, Like you've got to keep yourself accountable and keep yourself in a mindset that you know you can come back from it and you can stay positive. Um, I think keeping myself in check and not letting myself get too down in the dumps was a big challenge. Um, because I could have just sat there going, you know, this sucks, you know, why me? There was, you know, so many, like 26 other people out, 26 people on the field. And I was the one that got injured. 
well, that sucks. How's that fair? You know, and I could have just just stayed down about it and been really bummed out. But uh, like I took, I was happy to front the challenge head on and go, you know what, I'm going to take this one as, you know, learning curve, as I said, and really keep myself accountable here to stay positive, you know, to work, to achieve the next goal in my rehab and, you know, all those kind of things so that I can grow and I can learn from this rather than just sit here and wallow in my own pity because um, there's nothing that's fun about that. So, you know, you got to just keep yourself up, keep yourself upbeat and stay happy. So, yeah. Yeah, no, honestly. And I don't think it's spoken about enough, um, the fact that, your mental health takes such a big toll on the way that you perform or the way that you're perceiving your current situation. So having such like a resilient mindset is so essential, especially in like today's day and age where you're balancing so many things at a time. So I definitely, definitely agree. Yeah. uh, Like a hundred percent. That's, that's all you can do. Um, I think it's really important that we do have those conversations about, you know, mental health and making sure that your mates are okay. Um, I think everyone would be a little bit naive to think that they're not going to face some kind of mental health struggle or some challenge in their life. It's just a normal thing. Um, So, you know, everyone has days where they're not feeling great and everyone has times where they're not feeling great over a long period of time. Um, So it's really important as well to you know take care of your own mental health and fill your own cup up as they say um but also check in on your mates you know oh you seem a bit quiet today you know is everything okay those kind of things um so I think prioritizing mental health is really important and this year I've taken more of a step to make sure I am keeping myself in check making sure I'm always not always because it's impossible to always feel great but always reflecting on how I'm feeling and making sure that, okay, today wasn't such a good day, but don't focus on it. You know, tomorrow's a new day. Let's pick yourself up and move on. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like the theme of your life this year has been such like a reflection. Like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's it like a reflective state. Yeah. For those like, years. Yeah. I, I can't like, put into words how much reflecting I have done this year um, (laughs) and how much I feel I've grown over the last couple of years. For sure. Um, In COVID, I struggled a little bit, you know, just getting stuck in my own head and, you know, thinking everything was terrible and thinking like it was never going to get better. Um, So, you know, I, I had to front that challenge head on and, you know, say to myself that things are going to get better and it's only once you do convince yourself that it doesn't last forever and you know you're not going to be feeling down in the dumps forever that you can grow so an important part of that is reflection and reflecting on your own beliefs and what you want to achieve and all those kind of things so that's not just a footy thing it's a life thing as well and I think everyone will come to realize how important it is you know, to check up on yourself first. Sometimes, as they say, fit your oxygen mask first before helping others. You know, you can't let yourself get in a state where you're putting other priorities or other people before yourself. Um, It's really important that you do prioritize yourself and prioritize your own mental health and your own goals before you decide to help others out and put others in front of you. Because, you know, we all love helping others. It's great feeling, you know, it's really important, but 
you can't help others without helping yourself as well. That's exactly right. Like you always have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself as well as those around you. And I think this conversation is actually quite fitting because I'm pretty sure this um, month, because we're in September, is World Either Mental Health Awareness Month, something along those lines. So great conversation. But yeah, yeah, it's important in any form of life, athletic ability, sporting code, whatever. You can't think you're too tough. I think I used to think I was like so tough, you know, I'm this great sports person, you know, I'm not even that great. But, you know, you think you're pretty good at something, you've got your thing, you know, and you think, oh, like I'm I'm happy, you know, nothing's going to get me down sort of thing. But things get everyone down and there's things that happen that you're least expecting, like COVID, injuries, all those kind of things. So it's really important that you do just go, okay, this has happened, but how can I move forward from this one? Um, so yeah, that's an important discussion that I think we all need to have. And that's something I prioritize a lot, making sure that people around me are okay and I'm okay as well. So yeah. Exactly. And taking that time, not only to sit with those around you, but to sit with yourself and just think about well to learn those lessons firstly from being in a tough spot and we I really do appreciate you sharing that with us um but like also yeah just being able to learn life lessons and how you can better yourself from those things like that sort of thing is so important and then also being able to use that for the people around you and learning from those lessons and hopefully sharing that with other people if need be or if it may help them that sort of thing so yeah I think discussing it or talking about it is just so important so I'm really glad that we had the opportunity to do that yeah it's an important discussion so thanks for letting me share that as well (laughs) what is the like what's some advice that you reckon you would give to young athletes because I feel like this is probably the right sort of time yeah I think back yourself and believe in yourself There's lots of times when athletes, footy players, whatever it may be, think that they're not deserving of an opportunity or they haven't worked hard enough. But if you're given that opportunity, you're given it for a reason. So take it with both hands, you know, back yourself and believe in what you're capable of and what you can do. There's been many times where I'm like, oh, I don't know. Why is this happening? That like, I don't know if that's right, you know, what? But you've got to just go, okay, yep, I'm here. I've been given this awesome opportunity. Go with it. Grab it with two hands. Give it everything you got. Exactly. And that's honestly so important. Like you got to take every opportunity and treat it like it's your last. Because regardless of how bewildered you are by the fact that you've gotten there like the fact that you can just learn so much from it and yeah. having that experience under your belt means everything yeah a hundred percent so it's yeah that's my big advice I would say <laughs> I love it it's really good advice and I don't think people like as much as it's said I feel like people don't listen to it enough and I feel like from someone like you it does mean a lot so I really hope that people do listen to that thank you I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite memory? It doesn't need to be sport related. It can just be like a life memory. Um, one of my favorite memories is I went on an immersion to the Northern Territory in year 10 
and I was with my best friend and we were like, it was the nighttime. We were looking at Uluru and we just thought we were like the greatest people on the earth, <laughs> you know, um, we were living it up. So that's probably one of the best memories I have just sitting there, all the night stars being there with as good as it gets. I think, um, obviously there's a million other amazing memories that I've had with my family, with my boyfriend, um, with sport as well but that's one that was pretty special and pretty unique as well so just to have that memory like in the back of your head I'm sure you revisit it from time to time yeah I was talking about it with her last night actually and that's what made me think of it straight away I was like we always talk about how fun that was and what a core memory that was so yeah that one is at the front of my mind today (laughs) speaking of like having a lot of different aspects to your life because as everyone does how have you found balancing those aspects like balancing work uni sports or an injury mental health that sort of thing how has that been for you yeah I haven't always been great at balance I'm probably a bad person to take advice off for balance um I'm not great at saying no um I'm getting better at it though um But yeah, it's tough balancing all those things. So with work, I get up early, you know, and then there's the rest of the day. So there's a lot of time to say yes to other people. Um, But if you're getting up early, it means you have to go to bed early. So, you know, you've got to see that, okay, your window of time starts here. It doesn't just go for the rest of the day. You know, it doesn't go for the rest of the night. Um, So you've got to have a bit of balance. Um, I love my family to death. Um, so spending time with them is something that's really, really important to me and making sure I have the time to give them um, as well is something that I'm working on and getting better at. And I'm very lucky. I have a really supportive boyfriend who backs me in everything that I do, is really selfless and lets me put my opportunities before him sometimes. So I'm really grateful for that. I'm really lucky. I've got a great support network. My best friend is probably the most supportive person that walks on this planet as well. So I'm just winning at the whole family friend game. So, you know, it makes that balance a bit easier, but I probably need to get better at balance. So just prioritizing, like I said, working out what I do want to do, not having so many opportunities open, backing myself and taking my own advice and believing that that's the way to go will probably help me with balance a little bit. I guess just relying on that support network around you helps you balance things out a bit. Yeah, definitely. And I'm so glad that you have such a great support network because it's so essential when like, especially when you're so young, like building that support network is already so difficult. So to be one step ahead of the curve and to have a great support network behind you is just, it makes such a difference. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I'm lucky Like, as I said, everyone who I'm close to, my best friend, my boyfriend, my family, they are just so supportive of me. So I'm forever grateful for that because I know people don't have the biggest support networks around them. And I mean, like I made my Harvey Norman debut. My boyfriend was there. His family was there. My family was there. My best friend came along. She even bought a little North Sydney Bears hat so she could sit there and look like she knew what was going on. So, so you know, it's just little things like that that I hold really close to me as well um, because, you know, that's not the case for everyone. So I'm really grateful and lucky to have that support. I'm super grateful for them. Of course. And honestly, yeah, it, 
I love that for you. I love that you're able to experience that at such a young age and have so much love in your life. I think that's one of the luckiest things, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. It's just like so good. (laughs) Okay. So now we're starting to wrap up a little bit. So before we jump into the Mojo 10, one of our favorite segments, um, tell me about what the next five years looks like for you. Do you have any specific goals or is it just more figuring things out? Um, No, I have some goals that I want to achieve in the next five years. Hopefully have a university degree of some kind, whether that be psychology or something else. Have a uni degree completed in the next five years would like to be working full-time in five years time would like to be playing in the NRLW wherever that may be if that may be full-time or if it's part-time with a part-time job they're the three main goals I have for the next five years I love that and there's like such good goals to be able to work towards because they're the big goals the end goals and then you also have the little steps that you can take exactly and I mean five years is a long time so yeah got a lot of little goals to tick off in there but yeah in five years time those are the big three I'd say exactly and hopefully in five years time like you said there is that opportunity for you to be able to work full-time in the NRLW but yeah I guess we'll have to wait and see yes let's hope so Mm. we just keep talking about enough someone's got to listen surely (laughs) okay now let's jump into the most fun part of the interview which is the mojo 10 so best drink what do you think the best drink is fanta fanta for sure i don't know if i'm biased because i am a redhead (laughs) and everyone says that you know you must like fanta because of that but fanta is no joke best drink Really? I've, I feel like I've never heard that before. I'm not going to lie. Like what? people say it's amazing, but I've never heard it as like the best drink. The best drink. Okay. Okay. Drink it every day, not get sick of it. <laughs> I need to like drink Fanta again. I haven't had it for a while. So maybe I'm really missing out. Yeah. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, what's one thing that you own that you really should have thrown out? Just on a big clean out. Um, but I reckon... I have like, I hoard football boots badly. Like I have like pairs from like five years ago that I know I'm never going to wear again. And I know they're never, no one's ever going to wear them again, but I'm just like, oh, just in case something happens and I have a backup, but I have like five backups. So I hoard football boots and a lot of them smell and aren't great. So they need to go out. So I should probably just rip the bandaid off and get rid of them. Maybe, but also like, Maybe there's a little bit of nostalgia associated with them. Yeah, I, I think that might be it. Yeah. Um, I try not to admit that, but no. Nah. Um, <laughs> definitely a few of us need to go. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, maybe one day. Maybe. I guess we'll just have to wait. Maybe in five years. Yeah, okay. Maybe that can be added to the goals <laughs> list. <laughs> um, so have you ever asked anyone for an autograph? And if so, who? person I remember asking for an autograph and being so excited about was Charlotte Kaslik after they won the gold medal in the Olympics I went to the Aussie sevens um like the Sydney sevens the next year and I saw her and I was like oh my god and she signed my jersey and I, I thought I was like the coolest person out I was on cloud nine for the rest of the day so yeah probably Charlotte Kaslik Oh my gosh, that would be such an unreal experience. You were valid to feel like you were. <laughs> yeah, cool. it was pretty oh cool. God. 
by I guess like I don't know not that big of a star but hopefully I'll meet someone huge and I, then I can ask for their <laughs> autograph no she counts for sure yeah. um what's one thing that you can't live without this sounds really bad, but my phone. I could not live without <laughs> my phone. I guess people would give nice answers. They're like, oh, my family itself, but my phone. I just couldn't. My life is on that phone, you know, so. Yeah, yeah it's phone. Like it's just everything now. Like it is. Everything, not even just messaging people. It's everything, like your bank account, your photos and memories, like everything. Exactly, exactly. It's got everything. So. <laughs> And that's like the best answer because then you don't have to pick a person that you couldn't live without. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Very like consolidated answer. Good choice. Yeah. Okay. What is your favorite action movie? Not really much of an action girl, but I saw the new Top Gun movie. Oh, yeah. That was really good. So, and that was pretty action packed. Um, So, yeah, that made me want to fly part of pilot jet things. (laughs) I don't even know what they are. fighter pilot jets or whatever yeah. Um, but yeah that was a pretty cool movie so we'll go with the new top gun oh okay i like that what about your favorite smell favorite smell there's these little air things air fresheners that you put in your car and they're like made by like the jelly bean company oh my gosh and i knew you were gonna say that and they smell like bubble gum yes they are just the best smell ever like so good a new one of those in your car best smell ever hands down and you just get this luxury so that's it for me it does feel like a luxury hey you open your car and you're like wow smells so good yes <laughs> I love that. what is the most used app on your phone probably um instagram i i just love scrolling through um tiktok's a close second but yeah, um, yeah just scrolling aimlessly wasting time but yeah definitely the most used I'd say yeah I agree it's just it's so easy to just end up in a rabbit hole it's so bad but anyway yeah it's, it's, it's so good. bad it's good My feeling. Time is insane so I can understand yeah you get one song to listen to for the rest of your life what song is it not that much of a music person and people come at me for that not like I'm but there's definitely songs that I like I would probably say I could go with a really cringy one and, like, I love just jamming to some One Direction when it's, like, late and you're in the car. No, um, I understand. I yeah, understand. Like, it just, it just holds its place, you know. It never gets, like, oh, I'm over that. So yeah. it's not in One Direction. No, I love it. I am a one um, stand, so I get it. Yeah, yeah it's just <laughs> its place. Yeah. Nothing is cringe anymore. Everything is allowed. (laughs) That's cringe cringe bad. But anyway. No, we just pretend that it's not and we move on. Yeah. Yeah. Move on from there. It's too hard to pick (laughs) one song. Exactly. Um, Like, and especially like heaps of new songs. Like I go through phases of like, oh my God, I love this song. And then I'm like, oh, not feeling it, you know? So that one over time has held its place. Um, Well, One Direction has held its place over time. So. I love that. It's yeah. a very hard thing to do. So obviously it's just exactly. what, it's good for longevity. Um, right. What's the best advice that you've ever received? Latch on to someone and learn everything you can from someone that knows more. Ooh, yeah. Like you said before, very important stuff. 
yep, you got to find the smartest person, latch onto that person and get everything you can out of it. Yeah, literally just use it and become a sponge. That's it. You've got it. And final question, describe the rest of your life in five words. It can be like a phrase or a sentence or it can just be five words. Okay, let's try and make it a sentence. (laughs) Success in things I love. Ooh, super motivational. I love that. Yeah, whatever you do like at that period in time, you want to be successful in it. Yeah, I reckon for the rest of, you know, my life, I want to be successful in things I enjoy. So success in the things I love. I love that. That's actually really like well put together. It's just mm-hmm. like general enough to cover everything, but it's also specific enough That's to it. be a good motto. And fit in the five words as well. Yeah. That's right. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you're smashing it. I am. No. <laughs> no we love it all right thank you so much for this I've had a great time interviewing you and I hope you have too thank you for having me on the show you guys are doing such great things on this show so many great interviews so if anyone's listening to this one check out the others they're really really (laughs) awesome um so thank you for having me today um I've enjoyed it so much (laughs) so have I um so where can people keep up with you and what's been happening in your life like socials wise yeah so you can follow my instagram sienna williams underscore um you can think about having a listen to the mojo podcast um the women in league show I'm on there weekly with Dan and Geordie and we always have a guest on so hop on over have a listen to that um, and usually there's a little update if there's anything to hear, whether it be exciting or not so exciting. There's usually a little update at the start. So head on over there and have a listen. Exactly. And they also discuss everything um, in Women in League, everything about it. So keeps you very much up to date with that. And it's also very interesting to listen to, especially because you get different perspectives and you also get to hear from our lovely Sienna. So definitely <laughs> check that out. So thank you, everyone. I hope you guys have enjoyed learning a lot more about Sienna from our Women League show. Subscribe, download, and don't forget to hit us up on IG and Twitter with your questions for the In Focus show or some suggestions of guests that we can bring on to the show. Until then, take care, keep safe, and thanks for tuning in to Sports Best Kept Secret. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.